Hello, my fully focused podcast family. This is Joe McGarry, the host of the Fully Focused Podcast, and I am so excited to bring you a conversation I had today with a fellow Full Focus Planner Certified Pro, Gary Wilbers. I met Gary through the online Facebook group for the Full Focus Planner Certified Pros, and Gary has been in business for over 30 years. He has founded more than a dozen companies, and now he is a coach. He coaches business owners to move from success to significance. He is the founder of the Ascend Mastermind. He is a speaker, a best-selling author, a trainer, and he believes that everyone should reach their full potential in business and life. And he is just an awesome guy. And you will see that he exudes what he preaches, right? He preaches positive mindset. And he just has that positive mindset. I had a wonderful time just talking with him. And, you know, sometimes when you are around someone and then when you are done speaking with them or meeting with them, you just feel tired And you're like, oh, that just took a lot out of me. Even myself as an extroverted person, I sometimes feel that way. But after I met with Gary, after we had this conversation, I just felt excited. I felt energized and like I was going to go out and conquer the world. And that is how Gary makes you feel. So I am so excited to bring you this conversation. But just before we get to the conversation, I want to invite you to check out my free webinar that I am hosting. And this webinar is called the Fully Focused Webinar, and it is five practices that will change the way you do work and live life. After the webinar, you will walk away with five practices that will help you get more done in less time. I will share tips and tricks with you that will help you incorporate these practices into your daily life right away. And it is going to be just an overall good time. We are going to spend some time together. It is a Zoom webinar. It is Wednesday, March 2nd at 11 o'clock a.m. Wednesday, March 2nd at 11 o'clock a.m. And you can go to fullfocuscoach.com to sign up for the webinar. It is a free webinar. It'll be less than an hour. And I promise you that you will get a lot of value with our time together. So go to fullfocuscoach.com and sign up for the webinar. Now I would like to move into my conversation with Gary. Gary, thank you so much for coming on the podcast today. Well, it's great to be with you. So I want my audience to uh, get to know you a little bit. I gave your bio just a couple of minutes ago, but as we begin, you share with your audiences how they can have a high achiever mindset. I would love for you to talk a little bit about that. 
Yeah, I think it really comes down to I myself, as you saw from the bio, I'm an entrepreneur, but mindset is so huge for all of us because that really sets the tone because it's a mental attitude or inclination. And the problem is if we get to that fixed mindset, of course, that sometimes will not allow us to grow. So what I really say is with a high achiever mindset, it's about having four practices that you implement in your life. And the first one's all about energy. You know, you have to bring the energy to whatever you're doing. And if you do that, then that makes a big difference. If you have a job or if you have a career or if you're an entrepreneur, you better have that energy that you bring into it. And I also believe that's the same way with our families. We have to do the same thing. And the second one is all about connections. And connections is really all about our relationships. And of course, that's professionally as well as personally. How are we connecting with people? Are we making a difference to them? Are we showing up to them? And that's a practice that sometimes we have to work on. I'll be honest, I had to work on it as a father. Mm. I was not a very good father early on. And luckily, I was able to change that. I'm not a perfect dad still yet. My <laughs> um, 23, 21, and 19-year-old will tell you, but I've made an effort to become better at connecting with them. And then that third one's about influence. And in influence, we are influencing people either positively or negatively. Mm. So our life shows that up. So if we show up and it's Monday morning, we show up to the office and we're kind of in a bad mood, that influence shows up to everyone that's around you, your coworkers. If you're supposed to be a leader, they're seeing that. Well, at home, they're seeing those same things. So what influence are you showing up with? And then that last one I talk about is all about integration. And integration is really about our habits and disciplines. What are we putting into our life each and every day to make ourselves really move forward and progress? I always share my story is I lost 75 pounds back in 2002 over an 11 month period. And it was because I changed those habits and disciplines. And I still have those today. And that's why in today, I can still say that I've kept that weight off because I kept those habits and disciplines. Maybe it's not about weight loss, but what's the habit? Do you maybe need to feed yourself with positive material, like listening to Joe's podcast? The reason <laughs> you're on here is to help yourself develop some of those habits and rituals. And I know we'll talk about the full focus planner. And there, it's really about creating some of those habits and disciplines, because that will allow you to achieve what you want to achieve. Yeah, yeah, that's that's so great. And, you know, we are here on a Monday morning starting off our week, right? And uh, and also my habit, my habit is my word for 2022 to establish those habits, establish those routines for positive growth. And, and we're just a month in to January so far, and I already see the fruits of what can be possible by doing that. So I, I absolutely love those. Well, yeah, I think that makes the big difference. And some people have a hard time when you say habits, but we have so many habits. I mean, we do. Hopefully people got up this morning, they brushed their teeth. You know, we go to bed normally at a certain time. Those are all habits. We drive the same way to work, but also we can incorporate new habits, but we kind of have to create those disciplines and routines that allows us to do it. And that's one of the keys. When I tell people about the full focus planner, they say, yeah, but that won't work for me. Well, it can, but you have to decide to do something different. Yeah, yeah. And and like you said, we are going to be talking about the Full Focus Planner. I would love to hear your Full Focus Planner story. Where did you hear about it? How did you get introduced? Well, I have to go way, way back. 
because early in the 90s, I took a course called Focus. And this was a Franklin Covey course. Mm. And it was all about planning and their planning system. So early on, I was a believer into a planner. And of course, I'm like a lot of people over the years, I stopped doing a hard copy planner. And I said my phone, because I was even in the wireless business. So of course, my phone could give me that. And I'll be honest, I never felt comfortable with it. And then when it came back about, I don't know, now four or five years ago, when they launched the full focus planner, I'm like, this is what I've been looking for. I'm going to get back to it. And of course, I was made fun of by some people. You're carrying a planner around again? (laughs) That's like the old days. And I said, no, it's about incorporating them in. And it's kind of interesting because I'm a Franklin Covey facilitator. And they even talk about how you have to integrate a system that works for you. Well, the nice thing is my planner allows me to write, allows me to think, and I still can have all my contacts. I can have certain things come up on my phone that I need to come up. My calendar, of course, is in my phone, but the planner allows me to think. And I like to think, and I've always heard this saying, and I don't know who it's from, but they said, when you write something down, it connects deeper with your brain Yeah. versus when you're typing it in. And with my goals, I'm a firm believer. I write my goals every time because that is the reason. But that's how I got back into the full focus planner. And I just love it because I love the system they've got set up and the productivity that it gives me. Yeah, and there are a lot of aspects to the system. And one of the things we learned in our training as professional pros is to kind of take it piece by piece until you really are able to integrate the whole thing. How did you start utilizing the planner? I was the same way. I started with a very, I would call my own generic version of the weekly plan. And some of that's from what I've learned even before, um, because Franklin Covey teaches the weekly plan. So I would do a weekly plan, but I wasn't filling it completely out. But I would put those big three down. But I'll be honest, the big three stretched to five or six. And I tried to use every line that was available Uh, And then a lot of times in the areas where it had sleep and all the other different areas, I would just pass that by. And then I realized that I was missing something and I started putting some things in that area. But then the interesting thing was the weekly preview. Mm. And that's one I think people miss and they think, oh, I'll just go and put my weekly plan in. The weekly preview is really the really, I think the key to it all. Yeah. Because when you look back on your last week and you tell your things that you did right, but things that you didn't do right, the nice thing is you now have it up in your upper cortex to be able to say, okay, I'm going to change that. And I've really changed that on that area where I spend some time on that telling me the good things I've done because we need those wins and I call a positive focus, but we also need to tell ourselves, okay, I need to stop doing certain things. Yeah. Like when distraction, I'm allowing too much distraction in to my day, into my week, I need to put that down. And then I'll be honest, I really love the weekly overview and there's a personal and professional side. And really that's my notes that if something comes up through the week and I want to maybe work on it the next week, I put that in that section because then I can forget about it. Oh yeah, and the that's thing great. Is you, 
yeah, you can say, oh, I could put it in notes in my computer, but then the heck I've got to go look at those notes. Right. And what do you do? You don't do it. So that weekly preview, I'm already set. Like I had a couple of things this week. Well, that rolled right into my calendar then as I started doing my weekly plan this week. Yeah, that that's a really great idea. I've never thought of about it that for, before because that section is in the weekly preview. So I, I kind of look at the personal and professional things that I'm doing the upcoming week that I want to accomplish and maybe a start of a to-do list or whatever, but utilizing that section um, of learnings for the week. That's a really, really great tip. Yeah, I just love that because it just, I can forget about it and then move forward. And the thing is, we all know we've got challenges. The yep. thing is, are we willing to look at that and how can we improve that? And to me, the planner, what it's done is given me a full full view of what I need to get accomplished. Now, the one challenge I will tell you I still have, Joe, is I still want to put too much into a day. <laughs> and it's one that I'm working on because, yeah, you know, yeah. I'm one of them achievers. So I think I could do a heck of a lot more, but I am getting better at that. Like today, I know I've got a full day of meetings and with doing this podcast and the other things I have that I only have five things on my task list. And I did that on purpose and two of them are already done. And one of them I already reached out. So it's kind of pending out of those five. And that's one I think we get ourselves in that trouble is we think we have to put down, oh, everything that comes top of mind. And I'm getting better at, you know, like Friday, I've already got something on Friday that I know I'm going to spend some time on. And I think that's as you get really into a planner system, that's where you can learn from yourself. Because the problem is, otherwise you can frustrate yourself and the key is not to do that. It's to improve your productivity, not to reduce your productivity. Yeah, yeah. I think all of us achievers really get into that habit of like, oh, I, I can do all this stuff today. And and we need to understand the limitations, not only on what we're able to do, but our schedule and, and how other people come into that as well. But I also appreciate the big three that we have every single day. So I know even if I'm not feeling the most motivated or feeling the greatest that, okay, if I get these three things done, that is going to help me move forward in what I want to accomplish this week um, that tie back into my, my weekly big three. So, you know, it kind of works both ways. Yeah. And the key there that I always try to remind myself when they even told us that in the training is we have to realize those key three things, and it doesn't have to be three. It could be one. Right. Exactly. Yes. It could be two, but three is the most but it, they're the things that matter the most. Yeah. Like really, if you did not get these accomplished, you would feel like, sorry, a failure. Yeah. Because they're the most important things. Now, if there's something that came up and there's a reason not, you'll move that forward and you'll be able to do it. But you know, going into the day, that's where you should spend your time and your energy. Yeah, no, that 100%. That is that is definitely true. I really connected with your your mantra, charge, create habits around real goals every day, especially in terms of connecting it to the full focus planner. Love to hear how how you make that connection from one to the other. Yeah, I, to me, it's just, it really ties to everything. And it's really become now my life's mantra. I have bracelets about it. Every time I go out and speak, I share that message because it's, create habits around real goals every day, real goals, real goals is about getting my top three completed. Yeah. Real goals is about the things that I want to move forward. The things that's most important. We think of goals. And a lot of time people think in 12 month blocks, real goals really can be on a day block. 
it can be those top three that we just talked about. They're the most important thing. They're going to help move me forward. Today, one of mine is to exercise. And we're actually going to have 50 degree weather in Missouri. Um, so the thing is, I'm going to go outside and run. But the thing is, I've set myself up for that because what I did, Joe, is I'm in my office already today, but I brought my bag in and I set it right by my door where I go in and out of my office. There's a reason because Atomic Habits tells us, James Clear says, make it visual, make it easy. So what I did is I packed it all up last night. It was ready to go, but I brought it in this morning because I want to see that all day long. Because I'll be honest, probably around four o'clock today, when I need to go out to run, I still have some things that I would like to get done. Yeah. But what I've done is I've programmed my mind to accomplish that goal because of that little thing of putting the bag by my door. So that's why I think it's so important. And it cannot, again, I get into exercise, but it can be on anything that you want to do. How are you bringing that up and bringing it forward? And I think, that's what the full focus planner does. It allows us to accomplish those real goals we have every day. You know, if there's a report and a lot of time, a lot of people are working on financial stuff being the first part of the year. Well, that's no fun. A lot of us don't enjoy that, but it's very important for your business to do that. So it's about setting that real goal. Okay. I'm going to accomplish that as I move forward. And I think it plays for everything in our life. It's about creating charge, even on your weekends, you know, mm. on weekends, what do you want to accomplish? If you want to clean the garage or you want to get something else done, what is that really that you want to do? And the nice thing is in our planner, they even have Saturdays and Sundays in there. So you can plan the things personally that you want to accomplish. Maybe it's going out, having a date night with your wife. Well, if you've got three little children, that's tough to do. Yep. So go ahead and plan that, set that up because then you can get a babysitter and you can make that happen. So that, to me, that's how charge applies to everything. That's great. Wow. That, and that is such a powerful image of, of taking charge of your life and, and creating those habits. It's not a passive activity. It's an active activity and connecting it to your real goals. That is brilliant. I, 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 I'm going to write that down and keep that with me. Super. I appreciate it. The other thing that I think I, I really have gotten to know about you, you know, just from our brief interaction here and online and, and from your stuff that you have on your website is this idea of positive culture. Your recent book, Positive Culture Wins in Business and Life. Uh, can you share a little bit about that? Yeah, I'd love to. Really, that was a fable that I created. I'll be honest, has have some analogies to my life in it, but it's not all um, real. But the thing is, what I did is really created some of the challenges I had in business and the things that really challenged me as a business owner. And really, I th don't think it just means as a business owner, even as an individual, because early in my career, as I said, my children, when they were young, I was not I was a pretty absent father because I was driving for success mm. and success to me was money. It was how much could I make because I was allowing my wife to stay home because she could stay with the kids because of my success that I was creating in the money side. The only thing is she still was wanting a partner. She was wanting a partner in life. I was not being that partner. I was only driving for that success. So what I really found out and what I share in the story is you can have all the success in your life that you want, meaning money and dollars. 
But ultimately, my company is named Ascend Business Strategies, and it's for a reason. Because if you get to the top of the mountain and you're there alone, it's going to be pretty lonely. Mm. Doesn't matter how much money you have. Yeah, you could buy people to take them with you, but as soon as they're done with that trip or that excursion, they're going to leave you by the wayside. Instead, it's really about as leaders, as individuals, it's about who can we bring to the top of the mountain with us? Who do we want to have on top of that mountain with us? And it changes really from the success side to the significance side. Mm. And significance is so much different than success because significance is you're making a difference. Joe, you're making a difference to people by this podcast, by you sharing information. I do a podcast. And the reason I do the podcast is why? I want to share with others information that I know or a guest that I can bring on to be able to share with them. And that makes a big difference. Your influence increases. And Franklin Covey always said this in the circle of influence, the circle of concern. If your influence increases, your concern reduces. Mm. And that's the key to life. What are you doing to influence others? And how are you making that difference? And in the book, we kind of tell a story about a gentleman goes through that struggle and goes through that challenge, but he makes the difference. He changes as a leader. And I'm a believer, everyone's a leader. So when we say, oh, my title is not a leader, doesn't matter. You don't have to have a title as a leader. You're mm -hmm. a leader because you're leading yourself first, and then you're leading others. And who are those people that you should be leading and moving forward with? So it's a great fable. It's an easy read. Um, I've got a resource there. If you want to put it up, they can even get a free copy of the book. All they've got to do is pay the shipping and handling. That's great. And, and thank you so much for offering that. Um, and I definitely will share that with, with folks here in the show notes so they can get that book. So if someone wants to move from where they are now to this image of, of having a positive culture in, in, in their business, in their life. How, how do they do that? Well, first off, they're doing it by listening to this podcast. Yeah. You know, you've got to put it in. I love the saying Zig Ziglar was asked one time in a uh, session by a, a guest or uh, somebody that was listening and said, Zig, yeah, but that motivation stuff doesn't last. And Zig was quick with it. And he comes back right away and says, yeah, Bathing doesn't either, but that's why I recommend it daily. You know? <laughs> that's great. You have to put it in your life. You have to decide. You got to turn off other things. Let's be honest. If you're listening to the news media all the time, you're going to be a negative person mm. because they don't give us very positive information. I'm not saying not be educated on what's going on, but decide the information that you're inputting because the input is going to determine the output. Mm -hmm. So if you're putting in positive, what tends to happen? The output comes in. I spent my first hour and a half this morning in spiritual time, doing some reading. I did some time um, reading a good book. It was about sales and prospecting. And then I spent some time just meditating. Mm. And now mine's an hour and a half and people are going to say, whoa, but I will tell you, if you find that 10 minutes to do that, yeah. to start your morning out, most people hit the snooze three or four times or two times. When you, and they say they don't have time. Take away the snooze. There's actually science behind it that if you hit a snooze button, it actually makes you more tired. And that's by Mel Robbins in the five-second rule. Use her five-second rule. And that is, if you can't get up on the first alarm, try this. Tomorrow, get up. And when your alarm goes off, go five, four, three, two, one, up. 
and then just get up. It will take a habit. You're going to have to charge on this yeah. to create a habit around the real goal. But you start doing that consistently. And then also put your phone or your alarm clock, whatever you use as your alarm clock, don't put it right by your bed. Mm. Make yourself get up to turn it off. Because if you got to get up to turn it off to snooze, well, you may stop doing that also <laughs> right. by that method. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My, I'm already up. Might as well stay up, right? <laughs> exactly. That is great. Definitely uh, a way to start your day and, and being intentional about that. It, again, going back to the full focus planner is something that is taught in there, right? We have our morning rituals. We have our evening rituals. We have our workday startups and workday shutdowns. And, and if you don't mind, you know, you shared a little bit about your morning ritual. Can you dive a little bit deeper into that and, and how that makes a difference in your life? Yeah, this one was really interesting because in my podcast, I always ask the question, create habits around real goals every day. What's the number one habits made the most success for you, you feel like for your life? And 70% of my guests say some sort of morning ritual. Mm. So to mine, it is always getting up. Some mornings now it's go straight to exercise. Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, I'm normally up by 520. Um, and then I go into my ritual. Always, it's not always an hour and a half. Sometimes it's only an hour. Um, just depending on how much time Monday mornings, I like an hour and a half because it gives me that time for meditation, a little longer meditation that's there. But I do that. Normally, I also do my weekly preview. I had my weekly preview done because I'm starting to do some of that now on Fridays. Um, I'm kind of changed up my schedule. So I had it ready for this morning, but I did review it and take a look at, okay, what's on my agenda? What's on my schedule? I had to know that I had this podcast and be ready for it, those type of things. So it really sets me in. But if I didn't have my plan done, I would then do my daily plan. Um, my weekly plan, I normally allow 30 minutes for that. But in the, my morning ritual, I'm going to look at that review and tell myself, okay, if I need to write it down, if I haven't done that yet, because sometimes I'll do it at the end of the day. Sometimes I do it at the beginning of the day, because sometimes I'll have a client and it's late. So of course I'm heading home, so I won't get it done right away. But I have that flexibility there. But every day I look at that review with the morning of what I have planned for today that I want to get accomplished. And then also I'll take some notes on anything that I have. But I always try to spend at least two to five minutes in meditation now. Mm. I used to not do that. And really, it's not about meditation. I had a lady on my podcast and she said, really, it's about creating mindfulness. Mm. And what you're doing is you're slowing the mind down enough to allow yourself time to think. You know, when I get done with this, I've got another meeting after this, I will take two minutes to do a mindfulness exercise. And people say, well, my mind wanders. Mine does too. Right. But you know what? The thing is, I slow it down. And that's the key to it. And I think if anybody wants to check it out, there's plenty of resources out there. But meditation is the one thing that's probably helped me more than anything because it slowed me down. As you can hear from my voice, I get excited. I love sharing information. But the thing is, sometimes we got to slow ourselves down and that becomes a real key in our life. So that routine becomes that really that routine. In the book, we even talk about it. We give an example of what you can use. But the big thing I tell people is don't get stuck how long mine is or how long Joe's is. Make your routine yours. When yeah. I started, I never spent an hour. I was lucky to spend 10 minutes. Right. So start with 10 minutes. You can always increase it to 20. You can always increase it to 30. But you have to start somewhere and just get started. 10 minutes could be 
make sure get your cup of coffee. I'm not a coffee drinker. Mine is a different drink, but in the morning I get that and then sit down. And I don't care if you don't do anything in that 10 minutes, but sit there and think, what do you want to happen today? It could be as simple as that. There's times I'll put a timer on and I'll put that 10 minutes. You know, when I read for 30 minutes, I normally have a timer. And at 30 minutes, I don't stop on the dot. But of course, I want to get to some place on that page. But then I stop and I move on to the next activity. But the big key is get started. In the morning, the reason it's so important, it's the one time in the day that you can truly protect. Now, people will tell me, well, I've got kids to get up and everything else. Well, if you have that, you have to get up before the kids. <laughs> right, right. You know, if they're getting up at 615, you can get up at six, set that alarm for 550, be in your chair by six o'clock and you've got 15 minutes of your own time. Yeah. And as a, a parent of two children, I know how that changes, you know, as they get older, uh, then I, my schedule in the morning changes as well. And, and, uh, but it is a, a, a sacred time that we all have. And I agree. I notice a change within myself if I don't have that uh, morning mm -hmm. ritual accomplished. Uh, and it, it started with this achievers, right? We, a very lofty plan that I had, you know, one thing after another, all these things are going to be great. And I, I honestly was a little discouraged when I first started because I said, oh, I only got three of those eight things done. And I had to tell myself, that's okay. I had to start somewhere. So I have changed things and moved things around. So, But now I, I finally have a morning routine that I'm very happy with and excited about. You are definitely right how it changes as you age. As I told you, I got 23, 21, and 19-year-old. They're all in college. So, of course, I don't have the – had a little bit of trouble over the holidays. But, of <laughs> yeah. course, I was able to get it. But the thing is, they're gone now, so I have been able to extend that. So keep that in mind as you're creating what your plan's going to be. Give yourself that time and space, but remember that time and space may change. And mine changes by what day it is, because on Tuesday and Thursdays at 5.30, I'm in the gym doing a class, mm. um, and I don't get done until 6.30. So a lot of times, that's only 30 minutes that I only get on Tuesday and Thursdays. But I still find time before I get into the regular day to create a morning ritual. Yeah. One of the things that, that you also talk about is people searching for their purpose in life, trying to find out what their purpose is. Why do you think people are doing that? Well, I think it's innate. It's in part of us. You know, I have a quote in my other book that I released, Cultivate Positive Culture, and it says, finding our purpose is our gift from God. Sharing our purpose is our gift to God. Mm -hmm. And really, I think purpose is who we are. And the thing is, purpose doesn't have to be so huge that, you know, I'm a podcast host, you know, and a speaker and everything else. Yes, that's who I am. But the thing is, for somebody else, it could be that I am an excellent mother and a homemaker, and I make a difference in my children and in my family. And then, and then I volunteer time. So it can be in other ways. So what is it for you? I get people all the time, they ask, well, how can I find my purpose? One of the biggest things you have to do is slow yourself down. Mm. You have to slow yourself down and you got to give yourself time to think about what is it? What are the things you really enjoy doing? How do you think that you are doing that currently? And then what do you think that changed? For some, it may be, you know, your career, you can have a career. It doesn't mean that has to be your purpose, 
But the thing is, maybe instead your purpose is, is the volunteer board that you serve on. Mm. And maybe that volunteerism that you do, that is your purpose of way you give back to others. I've been involved with Special Olympics Missouri since 1994. And I'll be tell you, it's part of my purpose because what the athletes and the best thing about it is cool when you find your purpose and they match up because I feel like I get more in return than I ever get. Oh, yeah. Because why? Because I get so much energy and so much vibrance from the athletes. When I'm around the athletes, I think God has put them on there to open my eyes up. Because I'll be honest, I get pretty tunnel vision sometimes because I'm going after those goals. I like to achieve things. I am an achiever like Joe, just like you are. But the thing is, when I get around the athletes, you know what they do? They just love you for who you are. Yeah. Yep. just so glad to see you. They're going to give you a hug. And they take life as it comes, where sometimes I can get too serious. So giving yourself that time and space is how you find that purpose. But realize, realize the purpose doesn't always have to be in your work. It can be in the other things that you do. My wife is a tremendous mother. You know, she stayed home with our children. I mentioned that earlier. Well, she's a doctor of veterinary medicine. She has more degrees, uh, higher degrees than I do. (laughs) But she wanted that sacrifice for our children to give them that home life that they could have. And at the time, early on, I didn't recognize it. But now I know she sacrificed more than I did Mm. because what she, she did there. And of course, she has a connection with our kids. I've got a connection with them, but she has a deeper one because she was that mother that was around all the time and was a good mother about sharing experiences with them. You know, we still talk about the train tracks. She used to take them to see the trains after library time. Yeah. So that's the thing your purpose can be. And remember, your purpose changes as your life changes too. It doesn't have to stay stagnant. It can move. And it changes because it's, you know, part of what I'm doing now is I feel like I'm able to fulfill more of it because I'm doing the things I love to do. I'm helping other owners now, business owners, try to really find what really drives them forward and allows their business to be that conduit, but not allow their business to be the only thing. Because when we talk about business and life, it's about having that mixture. We're meant for more things than just business. That is such a beautiful statement because that is 100% true. We are more than just what we do, what, how we identify in our business. We are uh, much more creative individuals. We have more, m- many more passions. We have uh, a lot more purpose. And finding out what those are, not only in our business, but in our life, is, is truly, truly important. Uh, Gary, I want to thank you for coming on the podcast. It has such been a great experience for me uh, for my listeners as well if someone wants to connect with you more about your um, experiences with the full focus planner or anything else what is the best way to do that well they can go two different ways one my website is garywobbers.com you can go there i have another one but the easiest one is my name just go to garywobbers.com facebook linkedin instagram all those you can find me under gary wobbers um, just check me out. I'd love to visit with you. If there's anything I can do to help someone, um, I would love to be able to share with them because we have the same passion here. It's about helping others become better. And that's my thing is I'm going to get to the top of the mountain with a whole bunch of people that's right along the mountainside with me and to be able to see that beautiful view. And really that's the key to life is we take a look. And I just would tell everyone, 
remember when you go out each and every day and you're kind of doing your thing, sometimes uh, you get people to say, you know, have a nice day. I want you to change that. And whenever someone says that, I want you to tell them instead, make it a great day. And this is a philosophy I believe in that we've got to go out and decide to make it a great day. Don't fall into the trap of the negativity that's out there. You can reprogram your brain and you can rewire yourself to be positive. So go out each and every day and make it a great day. And Joe, you've helped me make it a great day by being on your podcast today. Yes, you too. I really greatly appreciate it. Thank you so much.